Luke chapter 19, and I will read from verse 1 onwards. Luke chapter 19 from verse 1 onwards. Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. I'll read it one more time. Luke chapter 19 from verse 1 onwards. Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. And he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd, for he was short stature. So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. But when they saw it, they all complained, saying, He has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor. And if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Today, salvation has come to this house because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. I want to read these two verses one more time. And Jesus said to him, Today, salvation has come to this house because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Now, this man, whose name was Zacchaeus, was a descendant of Abraham, a seed of Abraham, a man who belonged to the covenant that God made with Abraham and Abraham made with God. He was a son of blessing. Blessings from Abraham was in store for Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was someone who had all the blessings that God had promised to Abraham and to his descendants. But what happened to Zacchaeus? Though he was a son of Abraham, Zacchaeus was lost. Though he was a son of Abraham, Zacchaeus was lost. 
Salvation is necessary for someone who needs to be saved. Saved from what? Saved from all their sins. The Bible says, His name shall be called Jesus, for he shall save his people from all their sins. Now, when you look at Zacchaeus, though Zacchaeus was a son of Abraham, he didn't have the God of Abraham. Even though he had all the blessings that were in store for the descendants of Abraham, Zacchaeus was someone who did not receive, receive or inherit the blessings of Abraham by faith. He did not. He lived as though he was a heathen. He acted as though he was a heathen. And because of that, he was a man who had gained wealth and riches, not from God, but through ungodly means. He was rich. That's the first thing that we read in chapter 19 when the Bible talks about Zacchaeus. Who was Zacchaeus? Zacchaeus had a high position in the earthly realm and he was a rich man. But his riches and his position did not come from God. Where did it come from? It didn't come through godly means. It came through ungodly means. Where did it come from? If you look at the Bible, the parable that Jesus talked about, just the prodigal son parable where the father had two sons. One son stayed with the father and served the father in the father's house. And he got the inheritance from the father when the father chose to give. And he stayed with the father, though all that he had belonged to him. But the younger son, he demanded and got the inheritance from his father. He left the father's house and he went and did everything that he shouldn't do and destroyed the wealth, the inheritance that the father gave to his son. So even though he belonged to that father, he was outside the father's house. Even though he belonged to the father, He did not have the wealth or the inheritance of the father. He just ruined everything, destroyed everything. And he came to a place where he was 
so miserable and his life was worse than the servants who lived a comfortable life with his father. Yes, he was that rich father's son, but he was outside the father's house, away from the father. Therefore, Jesus says he was lost. He was lost. When that connection is not there with God Almighty, no matter where we come from, even if Abraham himself is our great-grandfather or grandfather, that's not going to save us if our connection with God is lost. If we stray away from the path of life, if we move away from the lifeline, if we become like Zacchaeus, who says in his own words, if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, look how he lived. This is Zacchaeus' words. But then you see the words of the people there. He has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. And this man is a descendant of Abraham. But his life had nothing to do with Abraham. He lived a life that was contrary to Abraham's faith, his practices, his belief system, his value system, everything. So what has happened to this man? He has taken himself out of the family of Abraham, family of God, which equals he's a son who's lost. He's gone. Unless God does a miracle, he'll be lost forever. Now, for this man, Zacchaeus, who was a descendant of Abraham, for this man, Zacchaeus, Jesus came. Jesus didn't say, well, you are a descendant of Abraham and look at you, so I'm not going to even look at your face. You're such a reproach to me and I'm not coming by your house, no. There was this desire that Zacchaeus had in his heart. Obviously, his crooked means didn't bring him satisfaction. The money that he was running after became a snare to him and it did not give him the peace and the satisfaction that he was looking for. So he had this desire, I got to somehow meet this Jesus Christ. He's such a miracle worker, I have to somehow meet him. And his desire was not just in words, but his desires, his desires moved him to action. 
I want to take you to this verse, verse 9. It says, today salvation has come to this house. Today salvation has come to this house. How did salvation come? Salvation came in the form of the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. This day, Jesus came to this house. That's why Zacchaeus had this heightened awareness of the wrong things he did. Without Jesus saying a word, he says, I'm going to not live a selfish life. I'm going to give half of my possessions to the poor. And whatever I've done wrong, I'm going to fix that. And he says, anything from anyone by false accusation, I will restore. Fourfold. This is the work of God. In this son of Abraham who was lost, what did Jesus do? Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost. Something that was gone. Jesus came. He says, I'm here to look for it. Look for what? The very thing that is lost. And I'm going to find it. I'm going to save it. I'm not just going to give a report saying, okay, this fellow is at such and such a place and this is where he is. He's not here to give a report. He's here to do something about it. Versus, he seeks. Who seeks? Jesus seeks. The very same Jesus who taught his disciples and through his word teaches us to seek, knock, and ask. Says how he himself seeks. What is he seeking after? He's seeking after those who are lost. What's the meaning of that? Those who belong to the seed of Abraham, but they're not following the lifestyle of Abraham, it means they have nothing to do with the blessings of Abraham. They're completely gone. God says this. I'm here to look for that lost one. I'm going to look for that lost one. I'm going to go after that. I'm going to look for that. And I will save that. What a beautiful savior we have. You're burdened about the people in your life. You say, God, this person should be doing the right thing and this person knows the difference, difference between right and wrong and, and this person knows you, Lord, but now the person is acting like a heathen or 
this person should be in the path of blessings, but this person is in the path of curse. Know this. Jesus comes to seek, look for that missing person in his kingdom. He doesn't say, okay, this person is missing, that person is missing, let's just put on the missing person list and let's get on with our lives. No. It's a very important thing for Jesus Christ. When he knows someone who should be in is out, someone who knew Jesus now, no longer believes Jesus or worships Jesus or by their actions they do the opposite there's a promise God is giving to our church here Jesus is looking for the missing person who should be in the kingdom of God Jesus is looking for that Missing person who should be in the kingdom of God. Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. What was the lost thing? A son of Abraham. Jesus has come to look for the lost person in your household in your family. It's important to put your faith in him and say, Lord, you are looking for this person and you are here to save that person who's lost. It's very hard to find something that's lost. But Jesus says, I've come to seek and to find that which was lost. Today, the Savior has come to this house and he's brought salvation. Why? Because he also is a son of Abraham. He also is a son of Abraham. Whoever belongs to you belongs to the Lord. And if they are lost, as long as you pray, know this for sure, the Lord will search for them and he will save that which was lost. But we must be people of prayer. We must be people of faith. We must be people of diligence. We must be people who are in and not out ourselves. Then God will do wonders in your life. The change that came to Zacchaeus was so 
amazing and so radical. Nobody who had any kind of interaction with Zacchaeus would even think that Zacchaeus was eligible. The blessing that Jesus has for him. They would never thought that. Everybody saw him as a sinner. But Jesus saw how the sinner can be turned into a saint. Jesus saw ahead of time what can be done to his soul. God is speaking to our hearts today. When Jesus comes in, He does all kinds of wonders. He does wonders beyond measure, the Bible says. And this Jesus Christ, when he comes and when he speaks, he speaks words of deliverance. Words of deliverance. Let's just go to verse 5. I'm going to finish in a few minutes. What type of words did Jesus speak? Verse 5 says, Jesus came to the place he looked up and saw him and said to him, Something happened. The son of man who was looking for Zacchaeus all of a sudden found Zacchaeus. Found Zacchaeus. May God speak to our hearts at this hour. The Son of Man came to seek and save that which was lost, and that's what Jesus was doing. That's what he was doing. That's what Jesus was doing. He found him. Jesus found him. He was looking for him, and he found him. Jesus was looking for him. Jesus saw him. You know how this happened? Because Zacchaeus was looking for Jesus. Jesus was looking for him. Zacchaeus was looking for him. Sounds very similar to the prodigal son's story. The son ran away. His father was looking for him. And then the son also He said, I need to go back to my father. I need to go back to my father. I need to go back to him now. And he got up and he went looking for his father so that he can seek his forgiveness and begin to do the right thing. God is speaking to our hearts today. Be someone who is known by God. Be someone who is known by God. Zacchaeus was someone 
who was not known by God, but who was lost and God was looking for him. When I say known by God means a man who walked with God, God talked with him and he talked with God. Zacchaeus was a man who was lost, lost in sin, lost in the pleasures of this world. But when salvation came to him, Jesus says this, salvation came to Zacchaeus and to the entire household. Such is the power of the living God. Such is the power of the living God. Zacchaeus sought to see Jesus and Jesus sought to see Zacchaeus. When? When Zacchaeus did what he had to do, Jesus suddenly stopped by the tree and he looked up. Jesus looked up. Because Zacchaeus made the effort. Zacchaeus' desire for Jesus was so strong. He said, I'm not taking a chance. I know Jesus is passing by. And I'm going to make full use of it. He climbed up that sycamore tree. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, how can Jesus do something like this? Because of the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God showed him. As soon as he came to the place, the Spirit of God moved Jesus to look up. And he said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. For today, I must stay at your house. Zacchaeus, come quick. Quickly. Come down. For today, I must stay at your house. Today, I must stay at your house. He said, come down. Come down quickly, come down quickly. And the Bible says in verse 6, So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. He was so excited. So excited that Jesus came to Zacchaeus' house. May God help us to understand what the Spirit of the Lord is conveying at his hour. Our God is able to exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or imagine. But it's so important Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor. And if I've taken anything from anyone, by false accusation, I restore fourfold. You call this 
the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of Zacchaeus. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. May God help every single one to be like Jesus. Have that impact, the power from God to alter another person's destiny. God is speaking to our hearts today. If you are like Zacchaeus, it's important for you to make haste and come down. Which means stop doing what you should not be doing. Then, the blessing of God will come. And the blessing here is, it was Zacchaeus that wanted to see Jesus. It was Zacchaeus who made that effort. It was Zacchaeus who climbed ahead of time. But Jesus was passing by. There's no way of him knowing other than God revealing it to him that Zacchaeus was up on that sycamore tree. Zacchaeus was a son of Abraham. But if he wouldn't have been saved, he would have died just like the heathen. As we look to the Lord at this hour, we have this promise from God that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob will continue to move and work in the hearts of our loved ones. As we yield the members of our bodies to righteousness and holiness. Just want to read these two verses very briefly. The son of Abraham who was lost now is found. Because Jesus found him. Is able to save that which was lost. Was able to follow the living God. Today salvation has come to this house. He didn't say today salvation has come to you, Zacchaeus. No. Because of the forward step that Zacchaeus took, Jesus said to him, You're a son of Abraham. You were lost and now you're found. You can go home. That's not how Jesus spoke to him. Though it was Zacchaeus who wanted to see Jesus and though it was Zacchaeus who made haste and came down, the promise that 
God gives to us must be understood here. Jesus says this to Zacchaeus. Today, salvation has come to this house. It's accomplished because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Whatever may be lost in your life, God is able to bring down those mountains. Whatever appears missing in your family, God says, when you seek me, I'll fix those things. Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost. And whatever is lost in your home, Jesus will come and he will seek and save that which is lost. As we come to a close tonight, I want you to understand that which God has spoken to every single one through this passage. Today, Zacchaeus, because of the decision you made, salvation, Jesus Christ, he has come to your house. He granted salvation to your house because he's also a son of Abraham. God is speaking to her today. Whatever you may be going through, when your heart's desire is for the Lord, and you want to pursue him with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Then know this. You do what God has called you to do. Salvation will come to your household. Salvation will come to your household. For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. Shall we pray? Father, thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you for bringing us together. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to us through your holy word. Thank you, Father, for giving us this great privilege to sit at your feet, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Continue to cover us all with your precious blood. I pray, Father, that each and every single one here may prepare themselves for what you have for them, Father. And let change begin with each and every single one, Lord. Oh, Lord, I pray as your entry into Zacchaeus' home brought such conviction 
that his whole life was changed, the way he was doing business, everything changed. All of a sudden, his heart wanted to do the right thing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray let every single one here be like Zacchaeus. To make every effort, oh Lord, may they make every effort, oh Father, to seek you. To seek you as a precious jewel. To seek you with all their hearts, minds, soul and strength. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. When we look for you, we shall find you. As your word says, you shall seek me. And you shall find me when you seek me with your whole heart. Thank you, Lord. I pray that you continue to do a work of purification, a work of grace. Oh, Lord, and every single one here. Let a deeper conviction of the Holy Spirit fall upon them in Jesus' name. Oh Lord, I pray that the hand of the living God continue to rest upon your people. And as they choose to follow your living path, I pray, Holy Spirit, that may the rest of the family members also become partakers of that which you have. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that their family members may also come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ as a result of their true search after you, Father. May they seek you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray that you continue to surround the people with your glory. May this word that you have spoken, O oh Lord, continue to strengthen them. I pray. Strengthen everyone, I pray. Everyone, I pray. May they become like Zacchaeus, Lord, to do whatever it takes, Lord, to see you, to draw closer to you. Thank you, Lord. 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 Give you all the glory, honor, and praise for being our God and our guide. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you. Praise you. Thank you, Father. All those who are lost in the lives of your people. Thank you, Lord, for your promise that you're giving that you are here to seek and save that which was lost. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So I pray, Spirit of the living God, that you will continue to do a mighty work in our church, Lord. Thank you, Father. I praise you and give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' most precious name, I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Precious word. Luke 19, Lord, all that relates to us. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us we are to be true spiritual 
sons and daughters of Father Abraham. As we know from your word, those who have faith like Abraham are the true children of Abraham. Lord, you brought the gospel to the Jewish people first. Therefore, Zacchaeus had that first opportunity. But also he proved himself to be a real child of Abraham because he repented, he believed. And I thank you for the promise that as we pursue you, like Zacchaeus, Lord, surrender to your righteousness, your truth, to you, to be delighted in the Lord, delight ourselves in you, to really put you first, to adore you. If we truly that do that, Lord, then those who belong to us will belong to you too. You will do something supernatural. And I thank you for purifying us, showing us what things need to be really straightened out in our lives, just like Zacchaeus. Even though we are Christians, we may not be following you. Just like Zacchaeus was a physical descendant of Abraham, father of faith, father of nations, many nations. But he became a spiritual son of Abraham that day when he believed you. Lord, thank you, Lord, in our lives, Lord, whatever we do, whatever chores, whatever hobbies, whatever work we have to do, all the technology we have, all the assets we have, all the things we do as human beings, Lord, in the 21st century, all the access we have to do whatever we want, Lord, with our time and energy and resources. Lord, help us to know that the same way Zacchaeus was called account. He had a good confession before you that day. All of the past was forgotten, Lord. Just like that sinner woman that came in and anointed your feet with her tears, with that expensive ointment. She wiped your feet with her hair, wiped all the tears. She was also a notorious sinner, like the Zacchaeus. Everybody knew it. But just like Lord in our very church, there are those who may have been publicly Noted as the worst among the worst. You received us to be a people. Forgiving, forgetting all our sins. And Lord, I thank you that we have opportunity to get right with you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for teaching us, Lord, many times to kill pride. Pride is a killer. If we don't kill pride, it'll kill us eternally. We see Zacchaeus humble himself. He humbled himself. He came down. He humbled himself to listen to you. He adored you, Lord. He was so excited. He didn't even know you before that, but he knew you better than those people who called him sinner in those few moments, Lord, in your presence. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, this is what you can do for our people who are not saved. Hallelujah. In a, in a twinkling of an eye, Lord. Hallelujah. You can do something 
radical. But Lord, help us as we're hearing the message to make sure that we're representing you accurately by loving just like you love, by being patient like you. Else, how would they come? Satan will put up roadblocks. Help us not to be the people to prevent our loved ones from coming to you. May they see the love and be drawn by the love, just like Zacchaeus was drawn by the love of the Savior. May you, Lord, draw our own family members through radical love, uh, radical surrender of our rights to just give ourselves away. At the same time, Lord, maintain that pure standard that they will also recognize our loved ones. They'll know we won't cross that line. Help us have such a testimony, Lord, that whoever among our relatives are sleeping spiritually, whether they call themselves Christians or not, while there's time, Lord, they will see our lives and follow you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this word. Thank you for giving Pastor supernatural strength, Father. As you helped her, just as she began the message, Lord, gave her the grace. I pray that the sacrifice, the blessing you provided us today would not go in one ear and out the other, but we would do something about the message we heard, to mix the message with faith, to put it to work in our lives, to say, today I'm going to be more loving to my family members, forgive them, even as you forgave us. More patience, extra kindness, Lord, so that they can be drawn by the love of the Savior. In Jesus' name, thank you. Amen. And I'm forever grateful to you. I'm forever grateful for the cross. I'm forever grateful to you, Lord. Yes, to you. That you came to seek and save the lost. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want to just point out something before we conclude. It's a very famous song, I believe from the 90s or 80s. Sung many times over in churches and familiar song, but I want to correct something there as sometimes we have to. It says, you did not wait for me to cry out to you, but you let me hear your voice calling me. That's true. First, the voice came from God. Jesus looked up and says, like, he's come down, but he had to respond. But this other line, it says, you did not wait for me to draw near to you. Can be confusing. It says, but you clothe yourself with frail humanity. Those are two different doctrines there. One is talking about God coming down. The other one is talking about that basically we don't have to draw near, but we know from the book of James. He says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. So when the opportunity comes, we have to do our part. And sadly, many times that teaching is missing. And so people are confused about Christianity. We need to be mindful of the scriptures. We need so much to read the scriptures and know how people can be misled even by Christian songs and Christian sermons so that we don't misrepresent God and think, oh, well, I'll just let go and let God. No, we have to do the interceding part. We have to represent Christ accurately. Then the people will come, people in our family. 
And also we need to pray, Lord, cause them to come forward and repent. And God will do that when we show by our lives to the very family members where they may be hostile to us for whatever reason. We're not only not hostile, not only give them the silent treatment, not do that at all. We'd rather go out of our way to be kind and loving. As I mentioned before, with my background, that's the powerful love of God that worked through Pastor Kerber that drew me. Otherwise, it would have been over a long time ago. It was a powerful love. There's nothing I could do. In fact, I had to tell my parents, there's nothing she's doing wrong. There's nothing I can do or she does to make me get upset at her. That's, that's what I said to them. How could she do that? Because she was actually walking with God. And just humble. And even when I instigated something or held on to something, the power of God's love lived out in her, broke down all the defenses the devil put up in me and all the excuses and all the reasons because I stopped seeing her as like other people and other Christians I knew, sad to say. Including myself. I saw something different. And so the one of the points of the sermon this evening we heard was we need to be like Jesus because Jesus' love drew that man to salvation. The man responded because the love was almost irresistible. He was so excited. He didn't even know Jesus. But within a few moments, he adored him. Oh, imagine if we were like that. Our loved ones would know, okay, this is the clear path. This is what I'm looking for. God can use our lives to save them. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you, be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.